The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and it is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We love DraftKings, and we love this time of year because now we know every player that's been drafted in the NFL, there was a major trade. We'll dive into that, what it means for season win totals, what it means for futures bets, because there's a lot to dive into there. There's some NBA stuff, some USFL stuff that we need to get to. And of course, it's been a while since we got to some of your awesome email questions. So we will do exactly that. Make sure you are checking us out on social media. And not by just checking out. Follow at Ross Tucker Pod, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and evidently TikTok now. Looking for some more TikTok followers. Hit me up at Ross Tucker NFL. Let me know what TikToks you would like. Evidently, that's the place to be. Who knows? I just do what they tell me. I do know this. I know I do what Steve Fezzik tells me. Steve Fezzik is amazing. You can always watch this show on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. He's been a full-time professional better for how many years, Steve? Since 2001, Ross. 21 years. So my rookie year is what compelled Steve to say, you know what, if Tucker can have a really cool job as a pro NFL player, I can have a really cool job as a professional gambler. Check him out at Fezzik Sports on social media. I mentioned you can always watch us on YouTube. He is the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Super Contest at the Westgate. A lot to get to, Steve. Let's start with the NFL draft. And you know how I like to do it. I like to just kind of give you a broad stroke. So there was 262 players selected. A couple guys got traded, most notably A.J. Brown. Did anything happen, Steve, that compelled you 
to make a futures bet or a season win total bet. It, like, did anything happen? Steelers drafting Kenny Pickett, Eagles trading for AJ Brown. That maybe you fired in on the over on AJ on the Eagles after the AJ Brown trade, or maybe you fired in quick. I don't know the under. Usually, don't like rookie quarterbacks on Kenny Pickett and the Steelers. Yeah, you're spot on with Pittsburgh. I didn't bet this because, frankly, Pittsburgh always seems to at least play 500 football under Tomlin. But that's not a good um, short-term thing to draft a rookie quarterback, especially one that most people are saying certainly isn't going to be ready, you know, to lead the team. So I would fade Pittsburgh because they essentially wasted their first round draft pick this year. Not long-term. I don't know about long-term Ross. I don't care about long-term. I only see the future one year ahead. Having said all this, I made I did make one bet. I bet the Jets over five and a half. And the only reason I bet it is I wanted to beat everyone to the punch. I figure, ah, everyone's going to be talking about how much better the Jets are going to be. And then I can play them back under six at even money later on down the road. So may as well be the first person to bet it because that's probably going to be the narrative right from everybody the next four months. That is interesting. So you make bets based on uh, perceived perception or at least your belief of the narrative. Absolutely. If you tell me a season win number is going to move, and I know it, I'm always going to bet it, even if I disagree with it, because I can always scalp. I always play it back and just make money off of it. And I certainly think that, um, you know, based on what happened with the Jets, I had to do that. Now, I did not do that with the Giants, just because by all accounts, they had a great draft, but their season win number seven, and I had the Giants the lowest rated team in the NFL at the end of last year. So seven wins, where it takes eight to beat me, would be a leap of faith. No way I'm playing over with these New York Giants at a number of seven. So let me take a step back, Steve, because sometimes you say things quickly that I'm not a thousand percent sure I understand, which means some of our listeners or viewers aren't either. Talk to me about if you know the line's going to move and scalping. Walk us through that step by step. All right. So I feel that the Jets are going to close six for their season win. I have no opinion on whether they're going to go over or under six. I'm not high on the Jets at all. The current number was five and a half. So based upon that, I did play the over five and a half Ross. And when I say scalp it, I think that come September 10th, right before the season starts, I could then play the Jets under five and a half at say maybe at plus a dollar forty and just earn off of it because I'll um, you know have that straddle where I'll be I'll, where no matter whether the Jets go over or under, I'll make money. Okay, so tell me the math then at that point. Are you putting the exact same amount on the bet? I'll evaluate that when I look at what, where I think the Jets are going to win come September. So maybe I'll put a little bit more on Jets under. Maybe I'll put a little bit less. I'll see how I feel about the Jets come September. But this is um, – I'm very confident that if you're going to bet the Jets over, right now is the best number you're going to get on the Jets. So it's basically like arbitrage. Like you're kind of – all right, so – Let me take a step back. So you'll decide how much. So how do you know what you're going to get? If it goes up to 
to six, how do you know what you can get five and a half at at that point? If it goes up to a flat six, like Circa deals alternative numbers up and down, other books do it. A half game in general is worth about 50 cents. So if it's a flat six, the under will be um, minus a dollar ten at that point. So at five and a half, I should be able to get plus a dollar forty. Yeah, I didn't realize you could move the. I mean, I guess you could move anything. I didn't realize you could move the season win total numbers. So basically, anytime you have a gut feeling or you have a strong suspicion that a season win total number is going to move, you're going to take the the direction it's going to move and then play it back the other way. Yes, I call it, it's not just season win betting. It's really the good story or the story. If there's an overwhelming story on any bet such that you expect money to just pour in on something, get to it before the public does and bet it first. Then let the public move it for you. And then you, you're, you've you got it in your back pocket and you can go ahead and play it back after the public gets done with that good story, betting it too much. Any thoughts or bets, Steve, on the Eagles after the A.J. Brown trade or didn't affect you? Because I, I think somebody said, I read somewhere, I didn't look at it, but I read somewhere that their Super Bowl odds went from like 35 to 1 to 25 to 1 or something like that. Yeah, they did. Eagles aren't going to win the Super Bowl, so it's – they have a better chance, but you know what? When you have a 1% chance and then you go up to a 2% chance, it's still not worthy of a bet. In terms of the season win number, I dropped the ball. I probably should have bet the Eagles over eight and a half, and now you have to pay extra vig to play that. And I agree with that. The Eagles are a better team today than they were four days ago. Anything else draft-related caused you to make – you said you only made one bet on the Jets – was there any other big line movement, Steve, that maybe I missed? Anything else that, you know, maybe it's Carolina or Seattle or Atlanta not getting a quarterback? Like anything, anything really um, changed the lines for season total or future? I see that Atlanta continues to drop. This is a team that the betters didn't like anyways. And their season win number was five to five and a half. And now it's moved all the way to five across the board. So the feeling is that Atlanta is going to be mailing it in this year. And again, that's a story that I think continues. I can't imagine anyone's going to be in a hurry to bet Atlanta over. How about you, Ross? No, I don't think so either. I think they have a really bad team. I think this is like the reset year that they couldn't do last year because Matt Ryan's cap number was so high. And now this year they're going to take all the dead cap money and just, you know, they just gave Grady Jarrett an extension about an hour ago. Cause I think they're identifying that they really don't have that many guys that are part of the solution moving forward. They want to make sure they have him locked up. It's probably their best player. AJ Terrell is a good player too. Um, you know, one thing I think is interesting, Steve, the Saints are really in it to win it this year, which is something I noticed. I mean, so now they signed Tyron Matthew, give him $18 million guaranteed, three-year deal, $33 million. They traded, Steve, think about this. They traded next year's first-round pick, 
the 2024 second round pick and a third round pick this year. So first, second, and third to get the Eagles 16th pick this year, which they then traded third and fourth round picks with the commanders to go up to 11 to be able to take Chris Olave five draft picks, a one, a two, two threes, and a four to get Chris Olave. Steve, curious your opinion on the mechanics of that for the Saints. Between that and Tyron Matthew, I guess my takeaway is they really think they're going to be good this year. Like they, they, they believe in Jameis. They think they're going to the playoffs this year. Yeah, and they're not going to the playoffs. They're a better team than what I thought they'd be, and they've been bet by the wise guys up from seven and a half to eight. So that's a team you're, you're spot on that we have seen money come in on the New Orleans Saints, but they're still projected to be a below-average team. That's probably another team. We talk about the good story. If you're going to bet the Saints over, probably get at them now. You can still get a seven and a half with extra vague and play over. Shout out to establish the run. Our man, Anthony, if you missed that session, it cost you a lot of money because one of the plays he gave out was Olave. Um, you know, the Saints gave up all these uh, picks to get him at 11. Well, you could have gotten him at 17 because it's uh, under 17 and a half was one of the best bets that um, established the run recommended. And it seemed like they won every one of them. The ones that Anthony gave out when he um, came in, including, I think, Carl Aftis, uh, the Purdue linebacker, over 18 and a half. Just some tremendous work. It's unbelievable, Steve. It's unbelievable. Between Anthony and uh, Evan, I, I, I mean... They're they're darn near over eighty percent on their on their draft prop bets. I mean, Steve, it is. I don't know how the books do it. I guess there's still enough people out there making stupid bets that they still make money on it. But wow, it is just there's nothing else like it I'm aware of where it just seems like it's like legitimately easy to make money on the draft. Yeah, you know, and I people are angry at me. And because I, I talk about sports betting, I say it's relatively easy to win betting on sports. And people are losing their minds screaming at me. I'm like, it's not easy picking who's going to win the baseball games today. It's not easy picking NBA sides or NFL sides. But, I mean, think about this. You have to wake up in the morning. You have to subscribe to establish the run. And you need to get their draft picks three weeks before. And then you need to bet them as soon as you hear them. That's not complicated. That's pretty darn easy. And again, we go back to that good story. I mean, the, the line moves on this stuff. Literally, if you would bet every one of Anthony's plays, you could have, I talk about scalping it. You could have played back the other side. I'm not talking about like 10 cent scalps. I, I, if you played Carl Aftis, he recommended him over 18 and a half. You could have played under 18 and a half, like plus 230. So think about that. You're betting one side, the over minus 110, and then you're playing plus 230. And it, it, you're never going to see a situation like that to have a, like with a, one baseball game where you're playing the home team minus 110 and the road team plus 220. Uh, it, Anthony was that good with his plays. You know what else is that good? Athletic greens. Probably one of the reasons why Steve is so healthy. Look at him in that shirt, looking all ripped. 
tan, awesome. Not just because he makes a lot of money betting. It's because he knows Athletic Greens. One delicious scoop. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. It's a special blend that supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things, everything. It's awesome. Um, I take it in the morning because they say the best is in the morning on empty stomachs. That's when I take it. It's less than three bucks a day. They have over 7,000 five-star reviews. Although they've been saying that for a while. My guess is they have way more than that at this point. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you, yeah, I'm talking to you, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash money. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash money to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, Steve. So we kind of talked about the draft. So you did awesome on the draft, obviously. Eight and one for my clients. Wow. That is I, awesome. I know guys that did better. And, That's and, and one thing, Ross... I really need to mention, you said well, you, that you guess that the sports books do just fine because of people making bad bets. The public doesn't bet the draft very much. They certainly don't bet a lot of money. I assure you that the financial hardship that books are getting hit with on these draft results are not insignificant. I would be very surprised if this continues with them taking the bets that they're taking like they did this year. They um, they got murdered on the draft. The big books did that booked, you know, so many offerings. How do you know? I know. I got people. They've gotten <laughs> back to me. It's a, it, it, literally, if I had a tape recording for the financial results of some of the major books, you wouldn't believe some of the conversations. And they're literally sports books directors saying, why the F are we taking bets on this stuff? I'm going to quit next year if we do. Really? Really? You know, it's interesting. There's a lot of states where you can't bet on the draft. Yeah, no, that's the strangest thing. So Pennsylvania being one. There's several others because, you know, I noticed it's not a huge marketing push from DraftKings. By the way, how about me, Steve? I don't know if you saw it. Being 2-0 and on my boosts. I had the over 7.5 offensive linemen and – that hit, they got nine, and DraftKings had given me a boost from plus 150 to plus 200 on that. And then they gave me a 50% profit boost on Jordan Stout, the Penn State punter, to go under 188 and a half. He went 130, Steve, 130. 
I squeaked that one out just barely. So I'd say it was a homer pick, but I know you don't make homer picks with the O-lineman um, and the punter. Interesting. You know, I always thought that some of the smartest guys on the team are the punters and the O-linemen. I never really knew why. Maybe you could explain. Why are the O-linemen like, like some of the smartest players for us? Um, well, first of all, probably the second hardest position mentally other than quarterback. I mean, you really, it's just complicated. It's, it's, it's a lot more complicated than it looks and it happens very fast. You need to be able to process a lot of information very quickly. Otherwise you're going to block the wrong guy and then the quarterback gets killed and you get fired and you lose the game and maybe the coach gets fired. Like they can't have guys out there blocking the wrong guy. You just can't, I mean, You'd rather have a guy that's average like me, but it's always going to block the right guy. And you can like scheme around that than a guy that's really talented, but twice a game doesn't block the right guy. You can't, coaches can't account for that. They can give me help. They can't tell the guy who to block on the hmm. field when the, when the defense does a stunt. Um, yeah, but there's like five or six states that don't let you bet on the draft. So it's only like 10 that it, it's even available, I feel like. I don't know. Um, there were guys that were driving, that live in Las Vegas. There were such limiting offerings in Vegas. Uh, the Bear, Felica, was one of them. So he's in Vegas. He drives to over Boulder Dam so he can get to Arizona to bet DraftKings in Arizona. Pulls over the side of the road one mile across the border and bet on his Arizona DraftKings account. Felica did that. Yes. How do you know that? Are you guys friends? No, heard the story. Heard him on air. Oh, God. Heard him on the air say that. That's funny. Um, all right. So a couple of things I wanted to get to with you, Steve, because I do want to get to some emails because we always have great email questions, which reminds me, by the way, I always say things that I know. Well, I know you know, and, and sometimes I know it. 50% profit boost on the Penn State punter. What does that mean? Just that if you bet them at even money, um, you bet ten dollars to win ten dollars, they would pay fifteen dollars. So you're getting plus a dollar fifty on your bet. Really nice to make bets plus a dollar fifty, right, Russ? Yes. Why don't they just say that? 50%. Why don't they say plus one fifty rather than fifty percent profit? Because I guess it's just if you win. I think fifty percent sounds better. <laughs> I like the marketing. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, and it's only if you win. Yes. Um, but everybody won on all their draft bets. So. All right. So you've also been watching and really into the USFL, Steve. Are you still killing it on the USFL? No, I got killed. So often we hear, oh, all we do is win. So I am three and six on the USFL year to date. 33%. I got to tell you, Ross. Every bet I made has beaten the closing number. So I had the Philadelphia team at Pickham. They closed at minus three in some spots. They lost. I had over 40 and a half missed extra point, uh, lands 40. So uh, some bad beats along the way, but um, I'm disappointed in my own betting results. But I have gotten to the, the numbers before they moved. I'm not going to beat myself up too much. Having said all that, the USFL is completely flawed. Scoring is down. It um, it's going to kill the league. I'm going to fix the USFL. If anyone is listening on the USFL 
I can save your league. Here we go. You ready? We're going to take these goalposts. None of the kickers can make any of the kicks. We're going to put the goalposts on the goal line. To let the kickers have a fighting chance to make 45-yard field goals because now they'll be 35 yards. Ultimately, all of this is to get more scoring because no one is scoring in these games. We had three of the four games, 40 points or less. Secondly, and I want to ask you about no linemen, we're going to do the, the CFL, the one-yard neutral zone. We're going to put the Romulan team on defense a yard behind the line of scrimmage to promote more offense. What do you think about that? Um. Feels gimmicky, feels awkward, but I do understand that they need to do what they need to do to try to get more scoring. And the third change, college rule. One foot in, you're inbounds for the wide receivers. Uh, fewer injuries with the wide receivers trying to get both feet down, promotes offense, win-win. No reason not to go with the one-foot rule. Your thoughts? I don't have any problem with that. Yeah, I mean, that's college football the way it is now. That does help them, you know, get more catches, more big plays. Although, obviously, I think all these – I still think all these spring leagues are just trying to get acquired by the NFL as like a minor league. I don't think that they really think it's like – I don't think their business plan is like a sustainable long-term thing. I think it's let's show enough that the NFL acquires us. I tell you this – they should have relegation where they like in soccer, where they kick a team out and Pittsburgh, the Maulers should be kicked out. They should be relegated right now. The Maulers are an ugly look, Ross. That team needs to be taken out of this league. <laughs> so are you done betting it or will you still do it? Oh no, I, I'll still do it. But you know, I gotta be honest now that it's week um, four, I ran my numbers. My, I made one bet so far this week. Shocker, it was against those aforementioned Pittsburgh Maulers. So I laid seven and a half on the New Jersey Generals, and I just broke a rule I have. Never cite a number that's long gone. The current number is nine. I'll still recommend New Jersey minus nine. You know, not only is Pittsburgh 0-3, they've lost every game by seven points, and the other two they got blown out, and they haven't even played a good team yet. And they're 0-3 and blown out and, and beat soundly in all three games. I think it's more of the same for a Pittsburgh team. They may be eating chicken salad under their coach, but uh, it's not working, Ross. What about NBA, Steve? You, you bet in NBA playoffs? Yeah, I, I certainly have been in the NBA playoffs with great success. It all started with the play-in games that went 6-0 and to the under. So that's something to put in your back pocket. You know, next year, there's been more unders and overs, and I'm 13-5 and in the NBA in the playoffs. So that's been very successful. Um, just tonight, I'll go ahead and say I, I like both the home teams. I like the Celtics to bounce back and get the win. And although I think Golden State's playing at a very high level and they could well win the series in six games or even five, I think Memphis gets game two tonight and I'm on Memphis as well. So uh, before we get to an email question, um, I did want to mention oh, – what did I want to mention? Lost my train of thought here. Oh, you got to check out um, at Pro Football Doc or Sports Injury Central. I'm telling you guys, like, he knows the Embiid news before anybody else. Like, he said Embiid might be able to come back game three or four on, like, his Twitter spaces before 
you know, it was out there. If you consistently go to Sports Injury Central, you get injury information before it's like, quote unquote, public. And so it's like everything Steve always talks about in terms of being able to be ahead of the line. Um, he knows. Like, he he was the first one that said Embiid could come back games three or four. I wasn't expecting that. Right, let's get to an email question, by the way. It's been a little bit. Ever wanted to ask a professional sports better a question? It's time to Ask Steve. Email address is ross at rosstucker.com. Just put even money in the subject line. You can ask Steve a specific question. This is from Justin, Steve. Hi, Ross. Love the show. Love even money. Have a sports betting question for Steve. How does he size his bets? Or how many bets would he make in a non-football league such as the NBA, college basketball, Major League Baseball, NHL? With the NFL games you guys pick, there are a handful of bets and only once a week. He references the Kelly criteria to size each bet. Other sports, there are dozens of games per night and there seems to be a different strategy versus the NFL. How does Steve approach a daily sport and how does he view net sizes and number of bets per week or day? Thanks in advance, Justin. Yeah, a lot of uh, material there. But to summarize, and almost every professional better I know does this, you want to estimate what your edge is on a bet. The bigger your edge, the higher the percentage of your bankroll that you want to wager. So if it's a standard bet that you like, it doesn't matter if it's a daily sport, MLB, or a weekly sport, NFL. Uh, my standard place, 2% of bankroll. So if I really like the Boston Celtics, I will bet 2% of my bankroll on the Celtics. Now, if I really like a play, I will go ahead and step up and make it more like a 3% of bankroll play. If it's just a more of a, a pizza bet, a game I like, but I'm not in love with more 1% of bankroll. Now, having said all that, throw everything I said into the trash can when it comes to betting things like props on things like the NBA draft. If you tell me I can bet Carl Aftis over 18 and a half, Alave under 17 and a half, Kyle Hamilton over nine and a half, forget all this Kelly criteria and stuff on normal, because normally you, you have like a 2% edge. Ross, you bet as much as you can. You can bet 10% of your bankroll and stuff like that. Why? Because you're going to win over 60% of your bets. Contrast that with the NBA the best in the world will pick 54, 54.5% on their plays. So it's like playing, trying to win at checkers versus winning at chess. It's uh, so much more complicated. And that's why I would never bet more than typically 3% of bankroll on an NBA side, an MLB side, an NFL side. I'll bet a lot more if I'm allowed to on prop bets. Steve, what were some of the limits for the draft? I'm just curious. Yeah, so Circa had $1,000 limits. Um, Station, it's interesting. Supposedly they had $1,000 limits. I gave them my player's card. I actually lost this bet. I bet cross under eight and a half. Great number. Asked for 2,000. They said, do you have a player's card? I said, here it is. Small pause. They give me 300. So they saved me money. They saved me $1,700. Thank you, Station. Um, I thought to myself, boy, not going to give them my player's card anymore <laughs> go to the window and got limited to 300. Uh, I would say most books anywhere 
from 300 to 1,000 was was their limits on their draft. Got it. Um, awesome. Fun show. Going to have a fun guest next week. Check him out on social media at Fezzik Sports and only at Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL, including on TikTok. And then we are at Ross Tucker Pod. You can always go ahead and watch the show if you'd like. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Or even just see the highlight clips of the other shows. Fantasy Feast, College Draft, and the flagship Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.